When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, time to wrap up the Emmys. About four days too late. Takashi69 is testifying against some uh, gang members and is a Russian billionaire trying to get people to live to be 200 years old, maybe even immortal. It's time for another Cover to Cover. I mean, everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever, but I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugation. Hey, everyone. Been looking for. I don't know if you, you know, uh, if you know who that is. That's Mr. Terrence Howard, star of Empire, uh, on the red carpet before the Emmy Awards this week, Sunday night. I don't know if you watched. That is uh, Terrence Howard walking up the uh, Emmy red carpet, being interviewed by Sam Rubin from KTLA 5 here in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, making no sense. I, I don't know what was going on there. It, it, he doesn't, you know, I know he's a bit of an odd guy, the Ter- Terrence Howard. He's been through some stuff. Uh, you know, I think he's been arrested a few times for abusing his wife or things like that. He's, a, it, you know, honestly, if Empire wants to bring its ratings back up, I, I, they should just, you know, roll camera on what goes beh- on behind the scenes with that. Just wasn't Jesse Smollett, the guy from, you know, who faked that whole Chicago thing. He was on Empire. You got this guy, Terrence Howard, talking about Pythagoras on the red carpets of the Emmy Awards. It, we're going to play a little. Actually, go on and let's and play a little more, Alex. And, and continue, you know, walking on water for tips. Okay. When I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world. Oh, that, you get ready, young walk. generation. What, what, Terrence what Howard's coming to teach you. He's going to quit show business to come teach you. How, and he goes, he's done with walking on water for tips. And I, you know, as a guy who walked on water for tips, I can understand that. So Terrence Howard's coming to teach the young people. Let's let's see who's going to, what's he going to teach him, Alex? What has he got? To to do. Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. True. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's, it's the thing that holds yeah. us all together. Thank you. Okay. Thank, yeah. Uh, there, well, there you have it. That was, uh, <laughs> that was Terrence Howard. Well. There are no, there are, honestly, he's right. There were not a lot of straight lines at the Emmy Awards. Um, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a, you know, which the Emmy Awards should be, uh, you know, award shows should be like celebrating the gay world of, of, of show business and, and, and trans and, and all of that was, was on display in a big way at the Emmys. I could just imagine like 
some old people tuning into whatever network it was on Fox or I think it was on Fox because they showed a lot of masked singer shtick, you know, like not, not only that it's the season two is starting and they were showing commercials of the masked singer, the second season. You know what this is, right? Alex, yeah. the masked singer. Mm-hmm. Alex is here, everyone. Alex, What's Alex up, Khan, everybody? C-O-N-N, C-O-N-N. Uh, Alex Khan uh, out of Vegas is here, you know. <laughs> And he, you know, as as you know, Alex probably did not watch the Emmys. You did not watch the Emmys. Alex does not that care not. about the Emmys. Uh, do you now Game of Thrones won best show? Are you a Game of Thrones person? Dude, I did like Thrones, but you know what? I just I only watched like the first two episodes of the last season, and yeah. I remember it in its glory. I don't. Everyone I'm complains with, about I, it. I don't. I don't know anything about Game of Thrones, but I watched because it was such a huge hit. And I was I was like, yeah, I could get it. I understand why people are into it. Did you watch the last season or like I, earlier stuff? Sure. Yeah, I watched yeah. the last. You know, every now and again I would watch and, you know, my wife would explain to me what's going on in it. And I and I was like, oh, okay, I, I, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I it's have to fine. go so far out of my way to watch cable that when I heard all the negative rumblings, I was like, I oh, just I don't need to watch it anymore. So. Yeah. Well, so they won a lot of awards. Uh, Peter Dinklage, the guy, little guy, you know, he won for playing whoever he plays. Tyrion. T- is that what he plays? Yeah. yeah. So he's very good. He's a good actor and he won. And, uh, so that, you know, and the Emmys are the Emmys. It's TV, a lot of TV. But what I was trying to say is I could just imagine like, you know, some old old guy or woman in the, in the Midwest or the South turns on the Emmys and goes, oh, let me see if John Larroquette's nominated for Night Court, you know, and... <laughs> Or is Judge Judy nominated for anything or Judge Joe Brown? Did they get any nominations? And then they see what's going on. They see Billy Porter, who won for Best Actor in a a, uh, TV show. And I love Billy Porter. Billy Porter I've seen, like I said, I've mentioned him before. I've seen him in several Broadway productions. Billy Porter comes in these extravagant outfits up the red carpet, as it should be. The guy's having fun. He's got, and he steps up there in a big black hat that's that's looks like um those two remember mad magazine used to have those two uh, uh i think they were like crows or pelican whatever they were they were like uh, spy versus spy, spy yeah. that's what it looked like yeah. he looked like spy versus spy and this hat and you know wild outfit and he got up there yeah you <laughs> see it ridiculous. okay and I, I just feel bad for the person who was sitting behind <laughs> him because there's up. one side that's completely blocked so whoever was ever behind him was just like I can't see because Billy Porter's hat is nine feet long. Anyway, I just imagine this person turning it on. Billy Porter gets up, and then there was a lot of trans, you know, talk of of you know trans rights and things like that. Nothing. I, now I know. Don't attack me. I'm not this. I'm I'm all for it. But I'm saying that there are some people who'll be like, "What the hell is going on? Where's John Larroquette? Where is uh, <laughs> where is anyone win from Hill Street Blues?" That was a fun show. I don't like all this. I mean, who is this Billy Potter? He's up there screaming. <laughs> and and a one guy from from uh, uh, you you gotta work. He's had that song. Oh, he's got the big huge hit dr- drag show. Oh, RuPaul. RuPaul. RuPaul was up there doing a shtick, and everybody's having a good time. So that's where I, I you know if if you watch TV or you watch the Emmys, you you would think that the trans is this movement is a lot there's a lot more trans people in America than 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 yeah. leads 
than them you would have. It's most of us actually. It's most of enemies. us. It's most of us. You watch the Emmys because I mean every people every in single, other countries every are watching. Every single thing was you have to accept us. And I, I'm once again, I'm just saying it's interesting. I, I'm I'm curious as to how the regular person watched it. And, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I had a good time. I was enjoying it. I don't know the show Billy Porter wor- uh, won for. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. I, I watch it. I like Billy Porter. I say let Billy Porter host. I know they, they did another year of no host, which was fine. Nobody cares, really. They just send out. Basically, when they say there's no host, they have a host. It, in this case, it was... Um, it was Brian Cranston comes out in the beginning and he kind of does a little thing up front. So now he's kind of your host. You know, yeah. it was a shtick like there's no host. I'm here. Then you're the host. And then Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel did a funny thing about no host, which made kind of them the host. And there was some funny bits. Ben still did a funny bit with Bob Newhart. And uh, and I could just uh, once again. You know, there's either got to be young people now watching who are all for, you know, like, I want, I love this trans movement. I love the gay movement. And I love the fact that we're winning awards now. And I get it. I like it, too. <laughs> but they also got to be now they got Bob Newhart doing shtick. And they're like, what the fuck is this? I mean, <laughs> only I mean, old white guy. <laughs> literally, Bob Newhart look like and he, in the shtick, he says, I, I know people think I'm dead. So he was being self self-deprecating. But he did a bit with Ben Stiller where he talks about I'm I'm still alive. Like don't talk. You're talking about me like I'm dead. Speaking of that, they did do the in memoriam as they often do on on these shows, and they put a, a live guy, <laughs> a guy who was alive in the in memoriam. They put a some, some conductor. Um, I was just reading it in the paper this morning. Some conductor or or you know a guy who does scores for TV shows. Like nah, that guy died. Yeah, they put him in the in memoriam, and he's probably sitting home watching it, going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! I'm here! I'm alive!" So and then he was, saw the rest of it, and he's like, "No, just let him think I'm gone." And then they roll out this Zendaya. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna have to pick best dressed, I'm gonna go with Zendaya. She uh, now now once again, like I say about uh, about a lot of the young pop stars and even Zendaya. I don't know if Zendaya is 37 or 16. I it's hard for me to tell, but I'm gonna guess somewhere around 22. That's Zendaya. Now Zendaya, I think, came up through the Disney ranks at one point. I remember her when she was on something like that, and she was like a kid, like a kid actress. Um, you know, and then now she's out there. I mean, she's got the legs out. She's looking. I mean, she was looking good. Zendaya. Do yeah, you familiar with the work of Zendaya? I, I am not. I am not. No, no, no. She looks like all the other girls that I have to Google on here, though. Just like yeah, she fits I mean, all the bills. She's all of them. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. I don't remember a couple years ago, Zendaya was walking the red carpet, and one of the e the e hosts said because she had dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. And you know, because Zendaya was like, that's her look. She's, I guess, she, I think she's half black, and that's her look. And the girl said, "You can, oh, you can almost smell the weed in her dreadlocks." And she immediately got fired for like, making that type of, yeah. you know, claim that if, if you have dreadlocks, you smoke weed. Now that, that's well, uh, you can't say that. Maybe she was that was Juliana Rancic. <laughs> She's back on E now, by the way. Everybody, see, this is like what I was saying about the. You're starting to slow the slow comeback of all. Billy Bush is oh. back. He's back on Extra. It's it just premiered this week. The all new Extra and Billy Bush is taking it this shit seriously. I watched the episode one, and he's and he walks on set, 
to talk about Demi Moore's new autobiography that she, you know, and revealing autobiography from Demi Moore. And he comes walking. I mean, I swear to God, he comes bounding into this newsroom, this extra newsroom, as if he's about to, you know, tell everyone that the, 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 the Twin Towers just, the Twin Towers just been <laughs> hit by a plane. He's like, comes bounding in and he goes, De- uh, Demi Moore might have had a threesome with Ashton Kutcher. And I'm like, oh, you're a grown man. Get a hold of yourself. Do you really take... And then they do, in between the segments, they do like little backstage shenanigans with Billy Bush. It's shot in black and white and the camera's moving around and Billy Bu- and, and, and the other reporters are giving Billy Bush their ideas, for like pitches. But everyone's in full makeup, so it's not really backstage. Yeah. Like they're, they're, you know all ready for tv ready and and billy bush sits there and they do some you know some banter back and forth real fun stuff you know and then they come out and and adult males adult male men who who are who are grown 56 year old men are like coming on and and not gay men at least as far as i know Talking about like fashions on the run, as I'm doing right now. Yeah, who's a grown a grown adult male, and and then the, but they'll, this one guy comes out. Uh, this is back on the red. We're now back on the red carpet of the Emmys. We're off the extra, but with starring Billy Bush, and uh, I think I was watching Fox where it was um it was uh, Jenny McCarthy was hosting, fresh from uh, her anti vaccine campaign that has pretty much uh, ruined the city of Los Angeles because uh, <laughs> now nobody can go to Disneyland because one kid had measles got on the uh, tin the teacups spun around and his measles spun all over the fucking park and now uh, nobody can go to um, Disneyland because Jenny McCarthy said don't do it uh, and I don't know if, I don't know where that's at I don't know where people are and you know vaccine or when anti-vaxing. did this happen. Well, I, I, every now and again, I, I'll hear a scare. Like, I don't know how they, they, they pinpoint it down to one person, but, you know, like I just heard there was a person who had measles, went to the Third Tree Promenade in Santa Monica three days ago. So beware. I don't know how they're getting it. Did that really happen three y- days ago? Yeah. I'm going to be in that promenade tonight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they're pinpointing Be careful, Alex. I don't know how they're pinpointing it down to certain locations, but they seem to get it right down to where these people, I think the people go into the doctor say, I have something. The doctor says, you have measles. Oh my God, where have you been in the last five days? Like a homeless guy coughed in my mouth. Right. Oh, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, it. And I, the thing about me is when people ask me where I've been the last five days, sometimes I, I'm like, I have no idea. I can't tell you where I've been the last five minutes. I think like, Tulsa? Yeah. And then, and then other times where I'm like, oh, I haven't left the couch in five days. Like, it's pretty, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I'm not spreading shit. I, I, I watch uh, the new Billy Bush extra. And the red, I watched all the red carpet coverage of the Emmys, and um, with Jenny McCarthy, who's on The Masked Singer, and because she's one of the judges on The Masked Singer, she's now back in the for, the forefront of Fox. You should have got measles instead. And, <laughs> I know I would have. I would have rather gotten measles than listen to some of this shit. So, and then they they were showing commercials for The Masked Singer, and at one point, one of the judges, the, the judges now are Ken Jeong. Uh, Jenny McCarthy, Robin Thicke, and 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 the girl from Pussycat Dolls, Natasha Leggero. No, what is her name? Um, uh, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, pretty girl. Yeah, the the yeah. lead singer, the one lead that, singer with the of Pussycat Dolls. Dark yes. hair. Dark yes, yes, yeah. yes. She, she's a judge. And now you know. So what? For those of you who don't Scherzinger, know, Nicole there you Scherzinger. go, Nicole Scherzinger. Oh wow, good for you, Alex. Pulled that one out. Yeah. How do you like that? She's anyway, Nicole Scherzinger. So uh, what, what? For those of you who don't know, the mass singer. In the beginning of the Emmys, they show how great television has gotten, and it has. I mean, the television has never been better. If you could, there's so many different way, you know avenues to watch it, and v- uh, really quality quality shows. And 
in this package because it's on Fox. They show Chernobyl. They show Game of Thrones. They show Breaking Bad. They show all these amazing shows. And then they squeak in a little bit of The Masked Singer. I'm like, all oh, right, what come are on. we doing? <laughs> Cut it out. You know what you're doing, Fox. Yeah. So in the commercial, they have a guy come out in a chicken outfit or whatever, and he's dancing in a chicken outfit. And, and one of the guesses from the, from the panel of judges, they go, is it Howard Stern? I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me tell you who it's not. <laughs> Howard Stern, okay? Howard Stern has a huge career. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. You think Howard Stern's got eight weeks to dance around in a chicken costume for fucking Ken Jong? No, it's not Howard Stern. It's, you know who it might be? And I'm not, it might be me. That's who it might be. I'm not, I don't want to give the show away, but I, I'm the type of person they get for fuck because I got nothing going on. What would your mask I, be? I could dance around for eight weeks and fucking for, for so, and sing songs so Jenny McCarthy can guess way more high profile people. That's got to make me feel like shit too. When you're in that fucking sweating your ass off in a chicken costume and they're guessing like, is it Hugh Jackman? No, lower no. the bar here, man. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Are you nuts? It's not Hugh. It's JC Chazé. That's who it is. He's got nothing to do. He's back here putting on a chicken suit uh, for the next eight weeks. That's who it is. Let me, I'm sorry to ruin it for everybody, but the winner last year was the guy who auto-tuned his voice. He was a famous for auto-tuned. T-Pain? T-Pain. That's who it was. It was was it him on auto-tuned, though? So it was oh, him actually singing? I don't know if they sing their own songs or if they're even lip-syncing. I don't, know how, I don't know how the singing goes, oh. but... I don't know. I'd I like guess to see Peter kids. Dinklage on that show. No, I mean, even now, <laughs> like, yeah. Who could like, it be? Yeah, who could it be when it's just a little tiny? <laughs> it's just a helmet yeah, floating. It's, helmet. <laughs> it's like a garden gnome. Like, wait a minute. It's either Peter Dinklage or one of those weirdos from Real Real Housewives of Atlanta, the Little Atlanta girls, yeah. the Little Atlanta. Oh, the, the Little yeah. Atlanta midgets. The little ones? Yeah, yeah, who have like a rap album or something. Okay. Um, Are they the twin, the sister yeah, girls? Sisters. Yeah, sisters. They, they sing and they, you know, whatever. Good looking midgets, all I'm saying. Oh, you okay. can't say midgets anymore, <laughs> yeah. Alex. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, I yeah. said they're good looking, isn't that? They are. Well, yeah, that's that's a nice way to round it out, but you can't you can't follow it up with midgets. They're little people. They're not midgets. <laughs> pretty um, faces they have. Pretty faces they do. I remember when we did a sketch on Chelsea lately once where we did a bunch of little people who were doing work around Chelsea's house. And we had, there was one girl, we showed up and it was just a sm very small Asian woman. And we, we had to have one of the PAs go tell her, you, you can't be in the bit because you're you're small, but you're not a midget. You're not small. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to send her home. And she's like, but, you know, come on. Can't you just put me in the background? Like, I'm small They sent out a casting for yeah, and they're like, no, four foot six sorry, and she looking showed for up. people who have a certain you know, Your head's got to be bigger than the rest of you. And you're not it. So, anyway. Was Chew I have a question. So, was Chewy a little person or... Mm -hmm. Or was he just yes, a tiny? Chewy. Okay. No, Chewie was a little person who had he had a certain type of uh, certain dwarfism. Type of dwarfism. I forget what it's called, and uh, you know, which made him not completely tiny. He uh -huh. was, you know, he was four foot six or whatever. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he had something. Something was up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's the Emmys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope your shows won. You know, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel wins a lot, and that's a fun show. I enjoy watching that. Uh, what else won a lot? Uh, you know, the Game of Thrones won a lot. Then Zendaya, Shat Zendaya came out. Like I said, she looked great. I didn't like some of the outfits. You know, the the man, like Vanderbeek came. I mean, now I guess Vanderbeek, because he's on Dancing with the Stars now, I guess Vanderbeek is back in the, in the, in the spotlight. All right. So Vanderbeek comes walking up the red carpet. 
you know, and good for him. I mean, he's back dancing on Dancing with the Stars. And so you, I guess if you're, you know, you're, you're back in, in the spotlight, you get to walk uh, the red carpet. So that was Van Der Beek in an interesting outfit. He was wearing like some crushed velvet. It was like a brown, which was, by the way, watching to the Today Show this morning, back to, back to the Today Show this morning, they did fall, my fall, they did fall fashions. Mm-hmm. First of all, did it, I did it three weeks ago, people. So, and they say... Zebra patterns are all going to be all the rage this fall, and corduroy skirts. So, once again, they go get real people from the plaza, and they put. So, let me tell you something. If any of you people, you wonderful listeners of the Cover to Cover podcast, and you seem like the type of people who would go to the plaza and hang out to the Today Show and scream and yell and hold up a sign that says "I'm 50 today" or whatever. So maybe um, you know these people can come over and talk to you. If they pick you to be in either one of their uh, one of their you know, makeover packages or one of their their walk the runway fall fashion packages. That means you look like shit. I know it's probably exciting news for you. You're probably like, but you know they sent out some some producers assistants to walk the walk the <laughs> you know the crowd and go. You know what we're looking for. Yeah. We need the ugliest person in the crowd. We can't to, say. Yeah, it. we can't get a good looking person up here to do makeover because one a good person, a good looking person coming out. Is, is going to be the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, they were good looking before. They're good looking again. <laughs> you got to get somebody with terrible hair, terrible teeth, terrible clothes. So when they go, hey, would you like to be an ambush makeover? You go, no, no, I don't <laughs> no. want to be an ambush makeover. I just came. Listen, I came to New York for one day. All right. My, my fucking son, my gay son dragged me to New York. I didn't want to take off my my uh, my comp. These are sweatpants that are made to look like jeans. They're jean, jean, <laughs> jean jamas. They're called jean jamas. And I, they're comfortable. And I was getting on a train from Poughkeepsie, New York with my gay son, got tickets to a Broadway show. We've been on the fucking train for, this is me doing the person in the, in the, in the plaza. You get what I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. Alec, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 I, and I came to, with my gay son. We're going to go see. Wait, you don't have a real gay son? No, no, I don't. Have, okay, no, okay. this is me playing. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to see Mamma Mia and uh, if that's even still on Broadway. Or we're going to see a Broadway show with my gay son. And then I, my gay son wanted to take me to a restaurant. I said, I don't want to go to that restaurant. I hear they have a Bubba Gump shrimp in Times Square, which is right where the theater is. And I loved, um, I loved that movie. Uh, uh, what was it called? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Thank you. I loved <laughs> Forrest Gump. And I love, and the fact that I loved that movie Forrest Gump from 30 years ago, I would like to go eat at a restaurant based on the third, uh, the third lead of that movie. <laughs> um, his name was Bob. I don't think he works anymore. I think no. he was, and, and I'd like to go to that restaurant and have a, bu- a, a bucket of shrimp uh, and, and and then go see this play. I can't. And then my my gay son said, "Hey, while we're here, let's go stand outside the Today Show." And I'm in my comfortable, you know, pajama jeans. <laughs> got a big dog and t-shirt I, and on. I, and I, yes, I got, a, I got a big dog t-shirt <laughs> on. And I put a vest over it because it was a little cold outside. I know the vest has a lot of cat hair on it, but what the fuck are you gonna do? I ran out of lint rollers. Oh, I didn't have time to go get a lint roller, so it's it's loaded up with cat hair. And honestly, it gives me a, an, another layer of protection in this chilly fall New York air. Okay, and I put my hair in a scrunchie because I don't. I, I'm very busy. I'm at. I'm. I'm doing scrapbooking at the house all day long. I have a magnet collection that I move around on the refrigerator. I don't have time to do my hair. So the fact that you just came down and said to me, "Would you like to be in the makeover segment?" No, no. I'm just here for shrimp and abba. That's all I'm here for. So leave me the fuck alone. Thank you. That should be your answer. 
Are we, are we done with the Emmys, or do you want to talk more about? No, let's, if you got, I'm. I'll what like do you it. think is wrong with this? Uh, this uh, Howard, this uh, what's his name? Not Dwight. Terrence Howard. Howard? Dwight Howard played first Dwight. base for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Terrence Howard. Dwight this, Howard was an NBA player. Oh, too, NBA wasn't player. That's right. Yeah, I'm thinking of <laughs> who was the Howard who played for? Yeah, he so was, many Howards. Yeah, there was a um, Ryan Howard played for. What do I think of Terrence Howard? I think that he's probably figured it out. He sounds more certain of what he's talking about you know, than anything I'm talking. And then the other thing is like I'm watching it and I'm like. You know, I don't know why over the last couple of years, I used to love like Hollywood and watching award shows. But now I think I'm just because I'm older and a little more jaded in life and Hollywood. You know, we, we're taking a bad rap over the last couple of years. I think, you know, Donald Trump has and a lot of those people have have, you know, done this fuck you Hollywood thing. And well, I get it. We've made I, it easy. Too. We did make That's exactly what yeah. I was about to say. We've yeah. made it very easy telling everyone how to live. And yeah. this is the way it should be done. And how and 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 so the. I, there's been a backlash. If you're listening a, from afar, we know. Yeah. Oh, we get it. We it's, get it's not it. me. It's not Alex. Yeah. We're, we're just trying to fucking make ends meet, you know, dancing around. If you want me for, you know, don't pretend what I said about uh, Mass Singer didn't happen. If you want me for Mass Singer, I will put on, I will dress like Raggedy Ann and Andy and fucking dance around like for Nicole Scherzinger. I don't give oh, a man. shit. I'll do PA work. I'll take yes. anything. <laughs> so anyway, that's what, that's what we're doing. Speaking of that, you guys, gonna, uh, this weekend I'm getting on a plane to go to uh, Spring uh, Springfield, uh, Missouri, and Ooh. I'll be at the Blue Room Comedy Club. You'll hear this probably on Thursday, and I'll be there Friday and Saturday. So Friday and Saturday night, Springfield, Missouri, Blue Room Comedy Club. The fucking shit better sell out. I'm coming to Springfield, Missouri, a Blue Room Comedy Club connected to a pool hall. Then I'm going to... I have to talk about this Muskegon. I'm going to Muskegon, Michigan, playing at a uh, at a bowling alley called um, the Back Alley the, the Back Alley Comedy Club. I'm not shitting you. It's connected Dude. to a bowling alley in Muskegon on a Sunday night. I'm doing Chicago all week. Zanies in Chicago. Then I'm going up to Muskegon to play the Sherman Bowling Center Back Alley Comedy Club on October sixth. Nice. Okay. So and then I get an email today. They're not selling a lot of tickets at the Muskegon. Sunday night bowling show. I'm like, well, no shit. It's a Sunday night bowling show in Muskegon. Like, what did you expect? It to sell? But people, come on. If you live anywhere near Muskegon, please come. Are there a lot of shoe rental reservations? What am I competing yeah. with? The lanes? If you live in Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan, drive 30 miles and come to Muskegon. I think the tickets are $10. And then come to Chicago. I'm in Chicago all week long. Which is Amy's, yeah. I'm at downtown. Ooh, first, big man. Downtown from the, the second, third, and fourth nice. of October. Two, three, four. And the Chicago Cubs are not making the playoffs. They they so. shit the bed the last couple of days and won, lost like seven in a row. And now they're out. So I have to say, as much as I love postseason baseball, I'm happy the Cubs won't be you in it. Because it would have screwed my shows completely. <laughs> they would have been right in the height of the playoffs. You sold seven. To, that's yeah. why they, bo oh, that's why the they booked you, Durant. Yeah. So yeah, let's bring Fran Joel out exactly. for, let's bring for Fran playoff Joel, Right when the Cubs make the playoffs, but they didn't make it. And uh, and okay. so I'll be there second, third, and fourth in downtown, which is the coolest comedy club Dude, in the world. And then I go spot. to Zanies in Rosemont. Saturday night, the 5th of October. So come out to those. And then I drive up to Muskegon. I rent a car and drive up to Muskegon Sunday night, fly out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I will be flying on a plane to all of these places. And you know why I bring that up, Alex? Why do you because bring it up? as a young girl, she is a Swedish teen eco-activist. Her name is Greta Thunberg. Maybe you've seen her. She's been all over the news. She spoke um, yesterday at the UN about global warming, and she's, she looks like a little angry, a little, and she should be. You know, how dare you, 16-year-old uh, fossil fuel hater. This is, I'm reading the New York Post, and they lean a little towards, I think they, be, they believe that it's a Chinese hoax, this uh, global warming. 
So uh, well, they they figured it out then. Yeah, yeah, it's a Chinese hoax. So uh, it's not really happening. And so they they're, they're going after this Greta Greta Thunberg, sixteen year old girl. But did this Greta Thunberg did say? Oh, I keep seeing memes of this girl. Yeah, she, yeah. You're <laughs> okay, a lot of now memes I know who she yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. That's who that is. And you see, you're seeing a lot of uh, of her saying. The, one of the big problems with global warming, and it's probably right, is airplanes. Like, no, she's saying I, now. First of all, I don't know how she got from Sweden to the UN, which is in New York City. I mean, I'm, I, I'm guessing Raft. it must have been a plane, or maybe she got on a fucking a slow boat. And, yeah. You know, and and, and she nine weeks later, she, when she started this travel, she was twelve. Now she's sixteen, and she's here. And she's and she's screaming about. And I'm, she's got I'm, scurvy, and she's, she's, that's why she's yeah, upset. She's got scurvy. She she banged DiCaprio on the boat. And he painted her, and um, you know, in a back of a car. He I watched, was an artist, huh? I watched. Uh, I watched the Titanic was on. You know, one of those channels. Titanic's always on on a weekend. You can always watch Titanic it's on TBS. Titanic. It's on TBS every every day. So I started watching it again this weekend, and I couldn't turn it off. So it's fresh in my head. That's why I made a Titanic joke. Um. Anyway, so Greta, this Greta Thunberg says, don't fly, don't fly. But I, I'm all for, you know, fighting a global warming. And I hear her. She's only 16. She doesn't want the world to end while she's 35. Uh, it doesn't, global, it's not going to bother me because I'm going to be dead anyway, but I have to fly. I can't drive to Springfield, Missouri, Greta. So I'm sorry. In the next couple of days, I'm going to be getting on a plane. I am driving, Greta, to, 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 to your credit or, or whatever, I'm driving from Chicago to Muskegon. So there you go. I'm not taking a plane to that. So uh, I am helping a little bit with the fossil fuel burning. So what is uh, that's it's is it part of all the climate change rallies and stuff that are going on? Is that what her deal is? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. She is. Uh, she is. I guess there's, a, there's a currently a, a climate change summit going on at the U.N., she looks so yeah. angry. Well, you can't say that, Alex, because that's what uh, Donald Trump tweeted about her. Donald Trump tweeted about her. Donald Trump tweeted uh, about a 16-year-old girl being too angry. <laughs> this is what the president is doing. He's tweeting about this 16-year-old climate. Fox had to apologize for calling yeah, her mentally ill. Yeah. Well, it was, it was some guy. It was one yeah. of those crazy, you know, it was a guy on Fox. He was like, you know. They he, just put a microphone in someone's face. He called her a mentally ill Swedish teen or something. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Oh, she's not angry. She's Swedish. This I is, forgot. Okay. But this is, so I go more power to the girl. I'm good for her. Get out there and fight and fight and fight. Fight she's global warming. Because birds are disappearing, Alex. Birds are disappearing at a very alarming rate. I read in Science Times Magazine this week. I, I get the Science Times Magazine, and there's somebody in Science Times. Now, there's there are some articles I read in Science Times that are way over my head about comets and stuff. And they're like, there's a, you know, the black hole is this. And I, I'm, I don't care about that. But then there's one guy, one scientist who must bug the shit out of everybody in the offices of Science Times, who's always writing about the behavior of cats. <laughs> And there's, there's other guys over there writing about the stars and novas and, and, you know, black holes and, you know, the gravitational pulls of certain things. And this asshole comes in every day and goes, hey, you know what? Cats, I studied, have uh, the same human detachment uh, philosophies as humans. That's just the article I read. And I'm the fr I go right to that one. I, I buzz over, like, you know, this, about the, the about novas and, and cosmos. And I go right to, like, wait, cats think like people? This, uh, this scientist says, hey, if you think your cat's aloof because he doesn't pay attention. And I, I know some of you have cats. I know you probably have cats. And, maybe you, and I, I don't have a cat, but I don't mind cats. 
There's a cat that wanders into my backyard all the time, and I kind of get him to come over because I like to pet him, but he won't come near me. But according to this article, it's not that he's aloof. He's just pretending because he has the he's same... He's coy. He, exactly. He <laughs> has the same uh, emotional detachment syndrome that... that people have like if you're if you become like say you like you and i alex are friendly when i leave here you probably think ah i miss chris and i feel the same about you cats feel the same way when you leave the house Mm -hmm. or you know so uh this scientist (laughs) discovered that and now it was in science times magazine how I want to read he this. Probably did you see, read it? I did. I, I read the first, you know, You read the first paragraph, paragraph and, and you then go, I, and seems then I, legit. Here's what I do is I read the first <laughs> paragraph, and then I look to see how long the article is, because like, I get it. And then if the article's like four pages long, I'm like, I don't know if I need to know oh, this much yeah. about cat detachment to theories, uh, but, you know. You got to read the last paragraph. That's yeah, I, 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 that's another thing I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes read first and last paragraph, and, and then I, I get the idea. Unless people come at me with with deeper questions, then I'm like, I don't. Uh, let's not Can't get do crazy some research. here. Yeah. Oh, uh, another crazy. thing I'd like to discuss is uh, so that's let we'll wrap up the Emmy talk. You know, I just everybody seems insane. Like Terrence Howard, yeah, he's but then Ken John got up there and did some shtick that like some that did not work at all and. People are making like comedy's hard, and I'm not Ken Jong's a comedian, and I, and I know him a little bit, and but. Every, people were getting up there trying to be funny and it's like, oh, just let us do it. We, we've been doing this shit for a long time. It's just like, come on now. I mean, there were a lot of like missteps throughout and you get, it, it leads you to believe like, you know, we're all making fun of Terrence Howard. Be like, is he any fucking crazy than any of you other people? You all seem insane to me. You, t- People are crying, like falling down crying, talking about a TV show. Like, oh, I can't believe that one girl. The girl wins, young girl. She's very good in, in that show, that, that show on, on Netflix, uh, Ozark. And she mm. wins for it. I think that's what she won for, Ozark. And she gets up there and she's talking about the statue, the Emmy statue. It looks like a piece of chocolate. And I'm like, this girl's lo- losing her fucking, and she's nervous. <laughs> and I get it. Like, but also, I always say this, you had, you were in the top five nominees for quite some time. Yeah. Like these nominations came out Four months ago. Buy a like, note card. You had a lot of time to prepare this. You're in the, you walked up a red carpet where people took pictures and, and Terrence Howard talked to you about, you know, uh, quantum physics and flowers and shit. And so you, you had some. He named Pythag- dropped Pythagorean. Yeah, Pythagorean. <laughs> so, I mean, you had some preparation. Then all of a sudden they announced, so there was a, there's a one in five chance you were going to win this. So then she gets up there like completely off. Ah, oh, what? How, what happened? As if they they just shook her out of bed. Like that. I, I often say, the person who should have this this reaction to winning an, an Emmy award would be my father. Yeah. Like if you walked in to my father's bedroom at three o'clock in the morning, shook him out of bed, and said, "Gene Franchola, you won an Emmy," and then he had to run up on stage and 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 make an acceptance speech. I would imagine my father going, this looks like a piece of chocolate. <laughs> you know, because my father is not in show business. He wasn't nominated. He had no time to prepare. He so never I would, dreamed no, of being on that never stage every day of his life. thought he was going to be in Ozark. Life. Never thought he was, you know, never thought he was going to meet Billy Porter. My father, you know, the fun thing is he wore a fun hat like Billy Porter's when he showed he had a big giant hat walking the red carpet. And my father, nobody mentioned it. He also talked about Pythagorean, Pythagorean theories <laughs> as he walked up. There's a thing called Pythagoras theories. Christopher, you, got, you, you, you need a sellable skill in the marketplace. That's what you need, a sellable skill. Do you have a sellable skill? 
Please, these people. This is my. This is a dead on impression <laughs> of my father. Dead on. If you meet my father sometime, this is one hundred percent. Sellable dead skill on. was that his thing? A sellable skill. He's a comedian. You're gonna go broke. You need a sellable skill. That's what he would be yeah. screaming. That's what he would say. He would go when he goes up to accept his Emmy. He'd be like, I, I, I like the thing. Did Billy Porter, do you have a sellable skill in the marketplace? You got a nice hat. I, granted, do you have a sellable skill? You don't. You, you, you don't know how to hook up a light switch. Who's Billy Porter? Billy Porter's the guy who won for the, the, the gay. He was the first gay lead to win a, an Emmy for lead actor. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw his hat. Well, yeah. So what are he playing? What is? I, 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 I the name of the show is escaping me right now. It's called like uh, it's it's a it's a trans show. Or oh, something. okay. It's about singers. I don't know. Maybe it's not a trans. Who the hell knows? Okay. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you could probably look it up, you fucking. Now Alex just leaned back like he's uh, <laughs> like he's on a beach in Miami right now. I got to see him. He's totally laying back. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, it's a no, good it episode, is. I, li- I like I like when you enjoy yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, we're we're really catering to the millennial crowd right now. You know, I know we talk about this often, Alex, and you are one of them. Now, let mm-hmm. me ask you a question: Do you use trash bags in your in your everyday life? Do you do you use trash bags? Uh. Not, I mean, I live in a car. All so right, but, re- but there's got to be a time. I Maybe you use a, trash bags for your clothes. I use like shit. Walmart bags for Take trash bags. Take to a laundromat. Bags. Like, do you go to a laundromat? No, I don't really use trash bags, actually, when okay. I think about it. Well, that's your part of the problem. I'm part of the problem, Yeah, dude. so what So what? Glad, and not sorry, not Glad, Hefty, the other trash bag maker, Hefty has decided to make uh, trash bags geared toward millennials. So uh, garbage bag retailer Hefty is attempting to clinch the millennial buyers with a new campaign involving talking limited edition bags emblazoned with ridiculous phrases like, these are, this is written on the bag in big, bold letters, the I garbage bag. <laughs> Feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. That's what one of the bags says. I'm so, I'm so trashy. It's another it's one. the most millennial oh, no. shit I've ever heard. It, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> and swipe left. Hashtag swipe left. So this is some oh. this is some advertising guy, older advertising guy. He goes, what are these kids like? They're like, hashtags, swiping. They're swiping. They fuck on the internet. Yeah, they fuck. So the unsubtle attempt at bagging younger people offers a 13-gallon trash bag for five forty nine dollars uh, for a box of 20 uh, on a website called Hefty Costs Less Than Glad. Oh, that, that's their website. Hefty Costs Less Than Glad. They're going right at Glad. Oh, they're Probably, you know, Glad is not. They're fucking stupid. They're sitting there like, we don't care about. We're not going to write things. Who cares if millennials buy our garbage bags? Hefty's like, fuck you, Glad. Sit uh, on your ass and fucking relax. We're going to start a Twitter beef we, yeah, with you because well, we, we know ha- how to get the millennials. Well, we do funny things like hashtag swipe left on, on our garbage bags, and, you're, and we're going to put you out of business. The unsubtle attempt of, okay, the bags come on the heels of other millennial products, including, oh, these are some other millennial products. That people, a gigantic toilet paper roll. That's, they're, they're doing, gig, like, almost, you see in, like, the, um, the airport. So you, know, you the can big save giant the roll. amount of Yeah. That, it can cardboard. last a month. You don't have to go keep getting toilet paper. You can get one giant one and look like an absolute, look like you stole it from an airport. But the problem with those is, and let me tell you what happens, millennials, oh. you, it, the weight of the roll it's hard to pull. Yeah, you can't pull it off because mm-hmm. the the roll's 50 pounds, so you keep pulling one sheet at a time, and now it takes you 45 minutes to get off enough to- You got to actually a, turn the whole wheel. Right. You got to yeah. turn- Yeah, now, now you're, a, you know, you're a hamster in a cage, which- Trying is to- pr- There's some other fun phrases on these, on these garbage bags. You ready? 
Uh, other phrases are feeling like garbage today. That's a fun one. Could you imagine being the person who goes and buys these and then... Could you imagine being this person's and maid? Then you, you, <laughs> then you show like your, you know, like your girlfriend or your boyfriend and go, hey, honey, look at these fun garbage bags I bought for five ninety five because they're cheaper than Glad. And they say fun things on them. Some other things they say, burnt dinners and takeout containers. That's what's in there. Cherish your dreams. Trash the rest. Tie me up. Get it? Hashtag goals. Oh, God, poor Jay-Z. He's got to be rolling over. And oh. I know he's not dead yet, but when he does die, he'll oh, roll over in his grave when he hears this one. I've got 99 problems, but trash ain't one. That's written on there. Can you sue them for that? Um, and, Man. And then the final one is who you calling trash? I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm back, these are, baby. These are hefty bags. They got me. Yeah, these are hefty bags. And they, they, show, they show them in, in the, if you ever been to New York City, you walk the streets of New York City, maybe with that lady who's there with her gay son, and you walk past, especially at night, when they put all the garbage out to be picked up in the morning. They'll, they'll be piled. Yeah. I mean, they'll be 15-foot-high piles of Ugh. garbage bags. And they're showing some of these hefty bags on top of the... And it does make it look fun. Like, it's a bag of shitty black garbage bags, probably glad, gross black Ugh. garbage bags. And then on top, there's a fun one that says, bag full of cash, hefty. So... You know that's fun. That's fun for some crazy. Wanna, that's fun for some crazy homeless guy who's just barely hanging on because of his schizophrenia. Who goes, wait a minute, that's a bag full of trash. I mean, cash climbs all the way to the top of the fucking thing, opens the bag, and goes, wait a minute, this is just garbage. Damn you, millennials, for fucking over my schizophrenic mind one more time. I'm gonna go kill myself with my dirty feet. <laughs> That's not right. I was just going to talk about how these trash bags will affect the homeless. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that's the story on, on, on what uh, what the people over at Hefty are doing. I also read that uh, that you millennials, I know it's a sellable skill in the marketplace. They don't, have, they don't have a sellable skill in the marketplace. That's part of the problem. They do not have a sellable skill. The other thing I was, talk I, I was reading this morning is Heinz ketchup. I know I've talked about mayonnaise, but Heinz ketchup, there's been a lot of other ketchups. You know, you, we've been out there this whole time just taking Heinz for granted. You know, you know, you know Heinz, yeah. right? It's the ketchup. It's the one we get. It's our go-to ketchup. Every now and again, you'll get it. You'll get a son of a bitch who tries to throw a Hans your way. They'll throw mm -hmm. a Hans. But Hans is 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 making a move. They're not unlike uh, Hefty. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. This is the shit I find interesting. All right, if uh, if I if I read an article about a cat having the same feelings as a man. I'm going to read it. If I read an article about uh, a, a, a beef between Hefty Bag and Glad Bag, I'm going to read I it. I don't know. And then if I read a beef about, you know, ketchups, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read it. So There's beef all over the ketchup? Yeah. They, they, the stock, Kraft Heinz falls at the second largest shareholder. Yeah, they're having a problem. Ketchup's having a problem right now. The so stock, who's winning? The stock uh, cratered nearly 25%, and the Kraft Heinz wrote that. They, they're losing a lot of money, $54 billion dollars. Um, that's Heinz or Kraft? That's that's they Kraft owns all that. Oh, Kraft shit. owns Kraft Heinz. owns everybody. Who's the other Hunts? So Hunts, Hunts, so Hunts is a... these motherfuckers. They're they're out there half-assing it, just barely crushing that tomatoes. I don't know if you ever had. It. I mean, it's not bad, but it's basically you, you might as well just squeeze a tomato your by yourself onto your on your hamburger or whatever you have your <laughs> your, your stuff on, and uh, oh. Anyway, <laughs> I won't bore you with... Hey, listen, I could sit and talk about condiments all day. 
Alex, <laughs> as you know, I, you know, when this, when, when this podcast goes off air, I sit and t- tell Alex all about condiments. And I just, relish it. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, oh my God. People are going to go berserk over that <laughs> joke. They're going to be like, Alex is the funniest person. Why doesn't Chris let him talk more? Did you hear his relish <laughs> joke? He is so goddamn funny and Chris doesn't pay attention to him and he just lets his joke slide. <laughs> and I think that was the greatest joke ever. It was very funny. You son Thank of you. a bitch. I relish Thank it. You. What a dick. <laughs> Two, and two years from now, when Alex is accepting his Emmy Award yeah. for best best, uh, best comedy best condiment comedy, pun. Uh, <laughs> best comedy album because of his relish joke, I'll I'll be sitting there fucking wishing I had a saleable skill in the marketplace. <laughs> All right, there's Man, another. This is a fun episode. It is a fun episode. <laughs> it's making no sense, but I mean, come on. There's there's a lot of chatter about. The other thing I want to talk about. Takashi Six Nine, everyone. We all. I don't know if people, you guys would know Takashi. I guess he's a rapper, Alex. Is, yes. is that what he does? He's mm-hmm. a hip hop artist, and now he was arrested, and he's been in jail. But he's now decided. He said, he, I think for some sort of gang related crime mm-hmm. is why he was in jail. Now Takashi Six Nine. Okay, everybody. Now you're familiar with the position sixty nine. Okay, I just want to let everyone know that that's, there's a position, it's a sexual position, and it's called 69. And what you do in this sexual position is you put, you, every, you know what, it, it looks like a, Alex, looks you like familiar? a 69. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, are you yeah. familiar with the position? Yeah, I am. Look at like a 69. I the, saw it once okay. in the videos. Yeah, you see it in video. Some, yeah, if you Google it, Google it. Google it. You'll see people's heads. So, so let's say the head is the, is the lower case of the six, and the other head is the top case of the nine. You get what I'm, you get where yeah, I'm going. Yeah. So be, uh, people's heads are in each other's buttholes and, and whatever. And so, yeah, depending on what you're into, it could be a fun time. You know, everybody's having a good time. We're mutually putting mouths places. Everybody's you know touching each other's parts, and uh, there everybody. Uh, there's no hiding anything in this in the 69 position. Nope. So this Takashi, that was he was just called Takashi for a little while. Then I guess at one point he had done the 69 position. He had gotten into it with a girlfriend, and he and he said, you know what, this is fantastic. I like this so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna I like this sexual position so much. I'm gonna get this put on my face. I'm going to get a tattoo of this, six and a nine, right on my face. Not only that. But not a dainty tattoo. No, no, no. It's big and giant. It's old English. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an old English font. It looks like six, nine. Like, it's mean. Yeah, yeah. It's forehead. So, 69, it's also the year that the New York Mets won the World Series. So, for me, that's what it means. A a lot of people immediately go to asses and faces. Mm -hmm. I go to the New York Mets World Series in 1969. Mm -hmm. I I was barely alive, but... I, it's it's you know a nice time in my life. Anyway, so Takashi Six Nine not only has sixty nine on his face, I heard he has it all over his body. Yeah. Apparently, like twenty five different sixty nine tattoos yeah. on his. So this guy just loves the, the position sixty nine. Like uh, it's thank God he doesn't like like reverse cowgirl, which is another position <laughs> I've heard about where a girl. I guess she's behind, on she's on you and then looking the other direction. Well, you think is about traditional cowgirl. I get. I know traditional cowgirls when they're just on top of yeah, you, right? And then you reverse it. Yeah, we. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. That, was, that was that was Alex doing Missy Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Then you put your thing down. You Thank flip you. it. You reverse. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, and so, so yeah, you're just. Oh, that's reverse cowgirl. The girl just yeah. turns around, right? Yeah, yeah, got it. So if he liked reverse cowgirl, that'd be something he'd have to write along all really over his face, tattoo. like, and that's a big tattoo. 
fortunately he was in fantasy. So then he get and then he puts and I, I can't tell if this guy is some sort of Asian. He looks like he's got some Asian in him. He's got some black in him. He looks like a f- mix of a Filipino, mix yeah. of a little black guy, mix of a little Latino guy. I could be wrong. Very he ambiguous. Looks like, he looks like he's got a lot of lot going on mm. in there. Soft hair. And then he and then he throws a lot of colorful Colors. braids in his hair like uh like with George Clinton, the P Funk All Stars. If you Ooh, remember George yeah. Clinton from those, he used to do that. Parliament, right? Yeah, par- yeah, yeah. There you go, P Funk All Stars. He he used to he. Did, so this guy does it to that thing too. So he's got a lot of rainbow colored hair. Now he's currently testifying in in this trial and and outing other people about being in this one type of gang. I'm not I'm not, I'm not familiar with the real the facts on this case, but I and I guess they're Bloods or Crips. I'm not exactly sure. But he's saying that uh, that Cardi B was one of them. Cardi B. Is oh, I think he was saying they're Bloods. Actually, if I think I remember bloods. that, yeah, yeah, I'm looking Cardi- it up. But, but I think. And then what the Bloods are saying is we. He was, and he was saying he was in the gang. Takashi Six Nine is saying I was part of the Bloods. The Crip. They're saying, I guess they, the the Bloods or Crips sent out a spokesperson, <laughs> and they said no, 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 no. We let, we didn't even let him in the gang. We he paid us money so he could say he was in the gang to give him street cred, you know. So. So now this Takashi Six Nine is just completely like rolled over, which I guess in, in that world is like a terrible thing to do. You, I, you, you just you know you just take your sentence and whatever, and and so Takashi Six Nine is like fuck it, I'm gonna sell out. Like he's basically like doing the Henry Hill from the Goodfellas. Yeah. He just needs attention, so he can right. Yeah. So now he's on this, and he and he's calling out Cardi B, and he's calling out. You know, this other couple of other rappers saying these guys are in the gang. I don't know for what. So what's going to happen to Cardi B if she's in? A, I mean, she, I don't think she's out there gang banging on on a daily basis. You know, she wears you know Versace dresses now and goes to the Met Ball. Yeah, I don't think she's rolling. You know, doing doing drive bys. Her response was when she was sixteen, she hung out with yeah. a couple of bloods. I'm yeah, sure she like, probably did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I hung out with a couple of bloods when I was sixteen. I think yeah. I think they came to the down down to the theater wing. Uh, when I was when I was doing a, a an epi- I was doing a production of Guys and Dolls uh, at my at my junior high school, and I think the, the Bloods tried to recruit me. Yeah, they said, "Hey, why don't you take off that big uh, flannel suit that you got?" Because at the uh, <laughs> at the thrift store, because you want to look like a '50s gangster. In when you see a guy, I'm sorry, Crips and Bloods, I can't join your gang right now because I got to go into sit down. You're rocking the boat. Sit down. You're rocking the boat. That's a good song to sing to a gang member, too. <laughs> <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down, you Crips. You Crips are rocking a boat. Yeah, so that's what I did. So I, I wasn't a part of that, the gang lifestyle at 16. I was uh, too busy, you know, putting rouge on my face. I remember they put a lot of makeup on me. Oh, no wonder my poor father was like, get it. He, my father, like I came home from one of my shows one time, and I had so much makeup on my face. And then one of these, one of the, 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 the drama teachers, for some reason... I think this was complete bullshit. She was like, from on, when you're on stage, your eyes from the, in the audience, your eyes look crossed. A lot of people don't know that. I think she just made this up. She's like, because they're so far, you're so far back from some people, your eyes look crossed on stage. So what we do, an old stage trick, is we put red dots in the, in the inside of your eye, eye like right down your, on the skin and your eyeball. And that makes your eyes look straight. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I would walk around big, giant red dots in the, in the corner of my eyes. So I guess my eyes would look straight to the 18 people who came to see my production of Guys and Dolls. And then I would the one sitting way in the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> and I would walk. They're like, oh, he's the Sky Masters is not cross-eyed, honey. He's not cross I thought he was cross-eyed, but looks, he's got two big red dots. I'd rather he be cross-eyed than have a look at those two big red dots in the corner of his eyes. What a fucking freak. Anyway, 
I'd rather have 69 tattooed on my cheek than have those red dots. I'd have to go on my father be like, what are you doing? Why did I said, dad, people think I'm cross. I have to have these red dots in my face. You know, nothing about show business. I remember threatening my father one time. You threatened your father? I threatened my father. Not, not. Maybe uh, you, you know, were in a gang. No, we were fighting. Now, you know, we didn't have fights. I like, I like my father. Still around. Good guy. Talked to him yesterday. And, uh, and I remember telling him that, you know, we were fighting about something. And I said, I'll join. This is my, this is my argument. And I was being serious. I yelled at him. I said, don't, I'll join the circus. Because I remember reading an article <laughs> in the paper about like Ringling Brothers back when there was they a were, circus. They were before, looking for people. Back when they like, now they have to close down the circus because they abuse animals and whatever else, you know, so there's no more circus. Um, but they, <laughs> they, uh, dumb, they used to have an ad in the paper, like what, get, get it, be a clown, the clown college, like being, being clown college for, you know, three weeks. And then you could be a circus clown. And I remember saying, you know what? I could do that. I could be a circus clown. And I remember telling my father one time in a, in a heated argument, I will join the circus. You want me to walk out of this house and become a fucking clown? I didn't say, but I, I will. I will join the clown circus. Okay, so watch what you say to me, because I will leave and join clown college. <laughs> My father's probably like, oh, good Lord, please go. It's like, just go. <laughs> just go join clown college. <laughs> I come walking back in, six months later in my big shoes. How do you like me now, Dad? See these giant shoes? Size 25. And then I squirt a flower in his face. Bonk, not a real flower in your face. Go ahead and pull that uh, handkerchief out of my pocket. Yeah, that's right. It just keeps going and going. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Took me four weeks to learn that trick at Clown College. Bye-bye. Honk, honk. And then I hop in a car with 15 other people. Get the joke? You understand. These are clown jokes, people, right? You with me? <laughs> Are we done with Takashi Six Nine? Uh, no, I, well, I just something. Oh, what do you got? You got some something facts? I noticed. Uh, Takashi Six Nine, according to Vibe Magazine, may be eligible for witness protection. Yeah, so this is the funny. That's the funny part of it. How? What are you exactly. going to cover the Six Nine? So, so on they're going to have face? to put this guy out, and you know, like in like in Goodfellas, where they put him out in the Midwest <laughs> somewhere, and he's going to have to be a regular person with. He's got rainbow colored hair, but I guess if you cut that off, and maybe over the sixty nine, you could put. I don't know, like a you happy get an 88 face. Very easy. 80, you can make that an 88 yeah. very easily, yeah. which is the year, I believe, that the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series, the city I live in now. Number so, of you know. keys on a keyboard? Is that, that, is right? that 88? I think I it think. is. I think you remember 88. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you could do that. You could do 88. You could do a lot of fun things. You could definitely cover it up with something. And then you go work. You know, you had a regular job. And I mean, I don't know how much longer Takashi 6ix9ine had in his musical career. If I, if I you, think this is why he didn't have much. Like, if you held a gun to my head and said, Get name a Takashi Six Nine song. Am I pronouncing it correctly? By the way, is that how you yeah, pronounce it? Yeah, Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine. I don't think it's Takashi Sixty Nine. Oh, do I, I think oh, it's just six, six, oh, six Takashi. Nine. That I, oh, what an idiot! No, I think you I'm said sorry, it right. I think you. Said oh, I did. It right. I yeah. Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. Do you want us to hear some of his music? Yeah, let's hear a little. Oh, yeah, actually, let's hear a little Takashi Six Nine. Want to hear some Takashi? Yeah. Little Takashi Six Nine. I was to to keep everyone up to speed. Now I was looking for a good song to show the listeners, and uh, I had to go through about fifteen of them. Yeah, to because get they, to this. They, they, these it's been the same songs in the top ten for like six months. But this is so we shows we're going to give you guys a Takashi Six Nine. Uh, this isn't even our song for the week. This is just oh, this is not this our song just for the week. Just some good Takashi. Oh, no. let's hear let's hear it. This is what Takashi Six Nine's up to. Okay. 
he's got like, that he's got that low voice. That. Oh man, he stole that from yeah. a different rap. Yeah, he's not a good now, rapper. Is that so. him or is that him and his five other people? Is well, that that's him and Bobby Schmurda. Bobby Schmurda? Who the but hell is Bobby, Bobby Sh- That's a rap name? Bobby yeah, Schmurda? I think that Bo- sounds like the guy who does my taxes. I think Bobby Schmurda's the one who like got in trouble for like I now I have to know this. I, I can't say this without. Oh, he should change he's gotta lose Bobby and call himself Murder. Mur- uh, you I'll change this guy's career overnight. As a rapper, you call yourself Murder Schmurder. And that's that's your fucking rap name. Get it tattooed on your face right now. Murder Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder. Nope, not what I thought. Um, but either way, I anyway, mean, he's, so that he's was been him arrested. And Bobby oh, he's been arrested. Okay, Bob, well, a anyway, man named Schmurder. so that this this Takashi Six Nine, who knows what's going to be become of it? He might have to uh, eventually join the, get that uh, thing, get witness protection, removed. and maybe he'll be in your neighborhood. So if you see a guy with a shaved head or a baseball hat on, trying to look like real, like regular guy, <laughs> like he's probably wearing like a khaki Dockers with like a blue button-up Oxford shirt tucked in. Uh, walking around in uh, you know insensible sketcher shoes, and you're like, wait a minute, is that like a that's a sixty nine on his face? Let me get. <laughs> I got news for you, people. It's Takashi six nine. I got it's no- not a regular guy working at Best Buy. He's in witness, but don't fucking talk to him. Bloods will give you five thousand dollars for his yeah, whereabouts. Yeah, if you yeah if you pop a cap. Can you still say that? Is that still what people do? Yeah, I mean... If you pop a cap in his ass... You would not pop a cap yeah, in his ass. if you do that to him, then... Uh, I'm gonna just going to read an article... You're in, is, now. You're in. Yeah. I'm just going to read an article that's in today's uh, page six of the... of the, um, And this is just because just it's just funny. Okay, Black China. We all know Black China. Ooh. She was part of the Kardashian clan for a little while. I think she was married to Rob Kardashian, and then she, you know, when, when his sock line Did didn't take like, off. Did she, like, date Kanye or something? I was think Ka- Kanye. Yeah, she was okay. one of those, like, stripper girls. Stripper, that, that like, went video around. vixen. Yeah, that went around. Yeah. The, the, she went around to, like, several different people. Mm-hmm. Black China. And it was, there was another one, too. Amber Rose was Ooh, another yeah, one yeah. who kind of went from, like, and nothing wrong with that. But they were, like, I think they all worked in, like, this Atlanta strip club. Athletes and, then, and rappers. And then you go with Athletes and rappers, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then eventually wind up Rob Kardashian's garage where you make <laughs> socks for his sock collection. <laughs> okay, so that's where Black China was like, enough. I'm not going to be in a part of this sock business. So she's now out on her own. Okay, so here's this. Is, I'm just going to read it to exactly the way it's written. Okay. Black China's mystery date apparently couldn't wait for the main course when the couple were spotted out at dinner in L.A. on Sunday. A TMZ photographer captured an image of the guy sucking on the reality star's toes right there at the table. The image showed China extending her leg under the table so the suitor could snack on an open-toe sandwich through her skimpy high heel sandals. She's been linked to rapper Soldier Boy this year and was previously engaged to Rob Kardashian. So I don't know what restaurant she was at, but apparently... They, this guy got a degree in creative yeah. writing. What this guy that? got down on his hands and knees. At, I don't know if they were at a, 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 a hometown buffet or, or you know, a, a Outback, maybe an Outback. And he said, "Black China, do me a favor. Take those toes out, or, or they'll maybe." They'll, I hope. I don't know if what. I hope Black China was wearing a square toe, a square toed heel, because that is all the rage this fall, everybody. So, and if you do, if you're she gonna was suck, wearing a corduroy skirt, she too. might have been wearing a corduroy yeah. skirt and some zebra patterns. Mm-hmm. Those are fun uh, this fall. And uh, so, so, so that's that's what you. <laughs> I just had to read that. Demi Moore's got a book coming out. We're almost finished here, everybody. Demi Moore's got a book coming out. We'll talk about that next week. But there's a lot going on in this Demi Moore book. 
Russian billionaire wants people to be immortal. He's putting all his money into having people live to be 200 or maybe beyond. Uh, it's a, it's a, a fascinating story. You have to read it. He, I've heard of these, like the humanist guys. The human, and, and basically, you're not even going to have a body anymore. You're just going to be a computer head on like a robot body. So like your head can live forever and on your robot body. So you're just going to walk around forever and, and just control it from like from death like you'll be dead just your brain but you're able going. to control your brain and your robot body like if you wanted to 16 say you wanted to 69 somebody mm. and and you you just say hey i'd like to 69 you and then they go oh what is that and you go that is a position that takashi likes so much this is a robot talking yeah, yeah. You, know what I'm <laughs> you got you got what i'm doing no i thought Alex, you're not confused, this isn't right? you talking just no it's not me talking this is a robot I'm, this is robot me i'm 210 years old and robot me is about to 69 a gal uh, <laughs> and i'm asking her permission because in this day and age you have to ask permission mm -hmm. even robots would you like to 69 and she goes, uh, do you like 69? Of course I like it. It's been tattooed on my face for the last 18 years. I had a, I had a problem with my computer. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's annoying me, this voice. <laughs> but you got what I was doing. Yeah, there, I right? get what you're doing. Okay, good. Thank you. Anyway, Demi Moore's got a book coming out where she says there was a lot of threesomes in their relationship with her and Ashton Kutcher. Are they not together anymore? Get, no, they are, they are long since broken up. Okay. Um, but a lot of threesomes. And, and she lost her. Oh, John Cryer. John Cryer. I like John Cryer. Actually, he's a good guy. I, I met him a couple times, and I, he's a good dude. He lives in my neighborhood. And, uh, and John Cryer lost his virginity to, to Demi Moore. And that's pretty good. I remember that movie that they were in together. God, now for the life of me, it's not coming to me. But a really cool movie you know, in, in the 80s. That guy lost his virginity yeah, to John Demi Cryer. Moore? He was hot, though. I mean, he was, he was a fucking he's a billionaire. He was on that. that How light. old was he on the show? Oh, he was a kid back Two and a half men. He'd been on for years, and then he was this pretty in pink. He was Ducky, the greatest role. How in old the was he when she took movies. his virginity? Ah, uh, probably sixteen or something. Oh, okay. I forget the name of the movie, but it's a cool movie. It's cool. It's a cool eighties style movie. Nice. Uh, okay. Have we have we covered all we need to cover on on cover to cover? I think we've covered it all. Yeah, you ready? Uh, we kind of we kind of covered it all. We're we're into the fall season. I watched and I like I said I watched the Today Show. God damn that nine o'clock hour of Today Show is so fucking boring. With that with that one weather, I I, I always I always, I have to get her name. Let me get this girl's name because I always fuck up her name. And today they're going around the table. It's the three most boring of the of the hosts over there. I mean. Poor Matt Lauer is probably sitting in the Hamptons right there, you know, just look, watching this TV, just going, uh, uh, listen, I know I fucking sent a dick pic to, to one of the production assistants once, but I mean, come on, this girl's talking about Graham Crackers. do we have to punish everybody? Yeah, like she's talking about <laughs> Graham Crackers. They were, she's like, what is your snack? She's so fucking boring. What is your snack? She goes, oh, I like to put jam on Graham Crackers. This goes on for five minutes. Now, I, now bear in mind. This, this little Swedish girl, Greta, Greta Gumberg or whatever, who's screaming about, you know, global warming over at the UN. Put her on. Let her be on the show. This woman, oh, there's Takashi 69 is in, having problems. There's, there's Billy Porter's hat. There's news to be covered, people, which I'm doing on this show. And this girl stands there and goes, I like to do graham crackers are, are a fun snack for me. And what I do is I put jam on the graham crackers the night before. Alex, Ooh. you stay. I put jam on the graham crackers the night before. Then I leave the graham crackers, at, graham crackers out. And I put jam on them. So in the morning, they're soft. Soft graham crackers with jam. That's what I like that. This is what he's talking about on a network television. And you wonder why people listen to, people love podcasts. Like you guys love this podcast. You wonder why? Because this idiot is talking about graham crackers and jam. What the fuck is going on? 
I wonder how many people around the country went to Walmart the next day and they're like, I got to get graham crackers yeah. and I got to get Jim Smuckers. Graham, we used to have graham crackers and milk as kids. Oh, that was, oh, a, good, that was a good You snack. leave them overnight in the milk? Oh, 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 you leave graham crackers overnight in the milk? You, just, you know what you got? Milk soup, you fucking oh, idiots. You fucking Hope idiots. you all have the saleable skill in the marketplace. <laughs> what am I going to play uh, for you? If uh, not, you can always just host television. <laughs> you can host television. Uh, apparently, anybody can do it. You, you know, like you used to have to have some sort of credibility. Now, you're just like, oh, it's the third hour. Who fucking cares anymore? And they played these commercials. I know I've talked about this before. And maybe you can get one up, Alex, if you have a second. Is this going? Are we going too long today? But let's we're, have a we're, little, we're having a little fun. We're good. They every time I start watching the Today Show, or people are like, you got to go to CBS, watch CBS. Eh, I, I'm a Today Show person. Just let me have my my fun. And they they goddamn it, we always go to these commercials. And I I just want to tell everybody right up. I don't smoke. I've never smoked. Okay, so I need some sort of button on my remote control that I can press and say non-smoker. You so don't have to every, show me the guy missing his throat. <laughs> yes, and every and now it's seven o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting there. You know, I'm having whatever I eat oatmeal or I eat uh, these sh- these shakes, these blended shakes I get, and now I'm like, oh, baby, you know me. Um, and they sh- they're showing a picture of her when she was like 25. This is me when I was doing. And we know what's coming. We're like, oh, no, she's going to pull a picture down. This is me when I was 25 and I started smoking. And this is me now. And the picture dropped. Did you just 69 with this and, girl? <laughs> I think I did. I think my robot 69 is girl. I fucked her right through her throat. Right through her throat hole. Oh, but I don't want to see it. The one girl's got a half a girl. She's fucking sick. Got half a face. And she, they show a picture of her and her two kids. Half a face. Ugh. Like her chin is gone. Half a face. If you really want to get into this, there's no, a... No, I don't, oh, don't want to There's a it. top 40 of these commercials. And they're sad. And then the one... Now they're doing ones where they show a guy talking and then they go, now he's dead. I'm like, all right. But I, listen, we all know smoking's bad. We got it. Smoking's bad. It's bad, everybody. Smoking everything is bad. Smoking jewels is bad. Smoking's bad. I don't have to see half-face woman tell me it's bad. I'm trying to watch this girl talk about graham crackers for God's sakes. I don't need, you can't even eat a graham cracker. You don't have no lower jaw because you smoked fucking camels in the 70s. That's your business. <laughs> oh, is that really it? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. If I smell it. This sounds like the robot I just fucked. Oh, no. Baby, Alex played this. Don't blame me. Alex played it. I'm not responsible. Alex, I've never seen Alex laugh so hard. He is crying <laughs> over there right now. I'm sorry if anybody has gone through this, but it was just smoking's bad. Smoking's bad is what we're trying to say. Oh. Wow, that was that. So I have to watch that at seven o'clock in the morning every day when I watch. And I just want to talk about graham crackers. Yeah, you should be able to just skip that. Just yeah. you could fire off a I know I don't an email it. to the cable anyway, company. Let's get to our song. This has been a really fun episode. Ooh. We love when it just kind of we just kind of have some loose fun. And talk about, you know, stories of the day. More important than graham crackers and jam. Um, and, so, you know, because we, 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 you know, we what do we have as our, as our song of the day? So, Not Takashi 6 9 No, so uh, I think uh, we might we be deep. we might be breaking another one, mm. a, a spot early here. Uh, have you heard We've of Nine Lock songs. Nine? Uh, I've heard the name, mm-hmm. Nine Lock Nine. What about uh, YNW Melly? That's his name, YNW Melly? Yeah, that's both of them. Mm, I have to say I haven't heard YNW Melly. They uh, they did the song together called Two Two Threes. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. It's a lot of... Uh, it's uh, Six Nines, Two Two, two, two threes. threes. 
Okay. But um, oh, you know what I, it is rapidly yeah, climbing the. Oh, it's up to going up the charts. Uh, the Spotify yeah. charts. Yes. Bow, grow, bow, grow, what, what's he doing? Making noise. Okay. Oh, you know what I'd like to do this song? I'd like to crawl under a table, Black China, and I'd like to suck on Black China's feet right now with this song playing. Oh, that would give me some fucking street cred. You know, everyone thinks I'm like some little old, you know, fairy because I got nice hair and I and my pants fit. You know, like, go, go. You don't, you don't have any edge. You know, you're not gangster. You know, you need edge in this world. I'll fucking, I'll suck Black China's feet to this fucking song. How do you like that? You think I'm not hard? Edge? You don't think I'm hard? <laughs> Come on, Black China, you want to meet me? You meet me in Burbank right now. There's, there's a, there's a, there is a uh, Olive Garden in Burbank, by there's between a Target and a, and a Krispy Kreme Donuts. You know where it is? It's by the airport out uh, Empire Avenue in, in Burbank. Meet me there at two o'clock this afternoon, and I will suck your feet to this song by who? Y N W Melly. And who's the other guy? Nine Lock Nine. Nine Lock Nine. China. That's black, one word. Black is Black. I can't call it. It's Black China. Black China. Black China. Nine Lock Nine. Are you familiar with Nine Lock Nine? Yeah, I'm playing it in my car. Black as I drive Black China home. <laughs> I guess I have to drive her home after I suck her feet. So well, I drive her home. Black China. Is this where you live, Black China? Okay, well, nice. Thank you for letting me do that. It's just further into the then, valley. Then, then as soon as she gets out of the car, I I I, I take out Nine Lock Nine and I put in James Taylor. She's like, Yeah, I knew it. Like, I knew I you knew were a it. fucking fraud. Uh, anyway. I'm really excited about uh, our our. Me too, because it's one of the song. greatest songs of all time. In it my really opinion, is. I mean, it's one of those songs where let's face it. You want we, the slow? We, you want me to bring well, it in slow? Because it, it does. I know it has a little, a little, a little yeah, opening. A little, but we'll let, let the opening happen. Bring right. it in slow. Right. And because somebody, one of the fans, one of you fans who I love so much, uh, thanks for for the Facebook page. Go on the Facebook page. We're almost at two thousand people. I've got to tell you, people, the po- the podcast is rocketing up the charts. We're ahead of like some big podcasts. Adam ruins everything. Ron Funches, we're bigger than all those, you know. Ooh. We're 240 this week and and rocketing up. Thank you to uh, some people who had me on their podcast recently. I think that, that helped out, you know. Nice. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Oh God, the song though. So the reason why we're playing Rod Stewart's Maggie May is because we're currently in late September. It's late September. And I really should be back at school. And this is, I mean, I know Rod Stewart's now 71, so it doesn't have the, the Maggie May now would have to be 112 for this song to make sense. As a matter of fact, we just heard Maggie May talking. <laughs> uh, Alex played her talking about uh, this, you know. So and it, the make song makes sense when it, oh, let's, let's just hear it. Let's, I don't want to fuck it up. It's one of the greatest of all time. your shoes I'm gonna crawl under the table now I'm gonna suck on your toes cause that's what you like Maggie I wish that 69 you and got a tattoo on my face cause I liked it that much Ooh. thank you But you put quokes in a song. That's hard to do. Quokes. Quokes. It's hard to do. 
C O A X. C O A X. Like Dude. Coke Jam. Yeah. I think it's Get the Cokes, my love. My love. I mean, he was, I don't know how old Maggie Mae is in this song, but it's basically like he's banging this, you know, old brother, just older she's one. just using him. And he's like, I got, listen, it was fun, but I got to fucking go live my life, man. I got to go make a living as a, playing, you know, pool. <laughs> I got to go. That's what he said. Yeah. 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 Living the playing pool. Take his daddy's cue. If I wrote this song, I'd be... Go listen to my father getting saleable skill in the marketplace, please. Do you tires have proper pressure? For you taking a long drive? That is an hour and a half drive. I don't care. Do you tires have proper pressure? My father had a pressure tire pressure gauge on him at all times. You could catch him naked, and he'd have a tire pressure gauge on him at all times. He'll check your tire. You, could, you, you people have low tire pressure? Now when Gene Friend Joel's around, every one of us is at 42, whatever the pressure is on your car. You don't have low tire. 42 in the front, 35 in the back. Is that what it's supposed to be? For front wheel. Yeah, oh, okay. front wheel drive. Look at that. Alex fucking knows well, tire. I mean, depending on your car, yeah. Yeah, Alex has a proper skill, saleable skill in the marketplace. I know, I'm gonna be a- anyway, come out and see me live, people. I'm, at, I'm very excited to get back in Springfield. I'm looking forward to it. And I know some fans are coming, and I'm excited to see you guys. Um, so I'm really looking forward to Chicago. I'm going to be in Chicago for quite a few days. So I'm, I'm really looking forward. I love the city of Chicago, especially in October. Very excited. Please come. Hot off the I look loss. like shit. I look like shit when nobody's there. So I, I need you. I need you. And then Muskegon. Maggie. Maggie May. I want to tell Maggie. Like she, That's when Maggie May would leave me. Like she's, you know, fucking harassing poor Rod Stewart. I'd tell her, Maggie... I'm playing a, a bowling alley in Muskegon. She'd be like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> like, no, but it's it's kind of like, it, it's a comedy club attached like to trendy. a bowl. Like, I'm not playing in the bowling alley where there's, like, actual pins getting knocked down. I believe it's a it's a side closet in the bowling alley that I'm performing in. So you won't hear the pin. I know, that sounds great, but listen, I know uh, in the morning sun when it's in my face really shows my age, but you just told me you're playing a bowling alley, so bye-bye. I gotta go. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Maggie, it was fun 69ing you. Thank well, sorry, you. I'm not a lucrative enough pool player yeah. for oh. you. <laughs> bitch. Anyway, <laughs> let's think back to a better time in this podcast when Alex, we were talking about condiments, and Alex made a relish joke. That was <laughs> probably probably the, one of the greatest moments of the podcast, and we've done almost 50 episodes at this point. Thank we appreciate you. you listening. We appreciate Go out and find some fun fall looks and come to my shows and show me, hey, Chris, look at my zebra print on my corduroy skirt or my, or my, uh, or my uh, cape. All right? Love you all. Maggie, I wished I'd never seen your face. Cover to cover with Chris Franchola.